much. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this. So Jones, stay a long time. Oh, everybody. Hello, everybody out there. How you doing out there? Wayne Shingola. This is Sports Speak, your weekly podcast. And, of course, Wayne Shingola, yes, I'm your host. How you doing out there? A little Polk Salad Annie by Tony Joe White. Got my friend Johnny O. I got Shazam. Because I didn't, I knew it was Polk Salad Annie. I didn't know who it was by. It's by Tony Joe White, who I have never heard of. Yes, uh, Sports Speak, your weekly podcast. This is number 10, double digits. Double digits. And I had recorded 27 minutes, and I had a mess up, and I had to start all over again. So I'm starting all over again. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Something, something came on my phone. Your battery is this, something that, this, that. 27 minutes down the drain. I had to start all over again. So we're starting all over again. Podcast number 10, Sports Speak, of course, produced by WTSR 91.3 FM and WTSR.org on the web. That's where I do my weekly Sports Center show, my uh, sports show called Sports Center. Do it every Friday at 6 o'clock. I try to record this around 6 o'clock to kind of keep in the rhythm. I am recording this on July 17th on a Friday. And we should have it up and running. Nina of WTSR will get it up and running by tomorrow at 12 noon. We'll have it up and running. So that's all the information. And I'm very proud to have Double Digits, number 10 podcast. Very proud of that. Uh, We started this, I believe, in April. And right now there's a a couple DJs uh, broadcasting, uh, simulcasting, what they call it, streaming, streaming from their home. We have a couple live shows on WTSR. Uh, mine, of course, is not one of them, but we have a couple. We have Ms. Sue, Ms. Sue. We have Chris Kubiak. I think Pete Kernas is. Bob Schremser did one show, and then he hasn't been on the last two Sundays, so I don't know what happened there. But we have a couple shows. Of course, we're not allowed back in the studio right now. Uh, looks like the college will be going back, the College of New Jersey, where WTSR is uh, in Ewing, New Jersey. Looks like the students will be going back. If that is the case, maybe we'll be going back on the radio in September. We shall see. All right, let's start the show. We did have one death last week, one sports-related uh, sports figure. A death, RIP, to Tony Taylor. And Tony Taylor was one of the players that I watched when I was growing up. Uh, He was 84 years old, had a stroke last year, and died of complications of that stroke. Uh, One-time All-Star, second baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies for 10 years. Played for the Phillies at the start of his career and at the end of his career. Uh, Also played for Detroit. Uh, Second baseman known for stealing uh, bases, a good player. Solid, good player player some uh, little infamy he played on the Philadelphia Phillies 1961 team and I remember this they lost 23 games in a row that is the modern day record the modern day modern day record start from 1920 I don't go back to 1885 that's the the record they have in the record books we go modern day records the Phillies have that record 
1961. And in just a few years later, they almost won the pennant. Of course, that was 64 in the infamous uh, collapse uh, orchestrated by Gene Ma. But 23 losses in a row, Tony Taylor was on that team. Now, another thing about Tony Taylor, he used to have his bat resting uh, resting uh, between his legs and standing up uh, with the uh, the handle down in the dirt and he would he would like he would like look at it and and put his like fingers on it or I don't know what he was doing I don't know what he was doing I never found out as a kid what he was doing but then he would bless himself after he did this little thing with the bat if there's old footage of Tony Taylor he he did it every time that he was coming to bat. Didn't do it between at-bats, but did it uh, when, he, when he was coming to bat, just before he uh, got in the batter's box. So Tony Taylor, RIP 84, condolences to his family. Uh, congratulations to Colin Morikawa. Uh, he won the Workday Charity Open in Muirfield last week in a playoff with Justin Thomas, won it on the third hole, I believe. Uh, so they're playing in Muirfield today or they're done playing as I record this show uh, at about 6 o'clock on uh, July 17th. I think I already said that. But anyway, the the two rounds are over in the uh, Memorial, which is at the same golf course in Muirfield. That's the Jack Nicholas tournament, and we'll have more news on the uh, Memorial uh, later on in this broadcast. Let's start with our monologue here. I have nothing that I'm going to go off on. I have no rants. Uh, nothing happened during the week that uh, really uh, got me mad. <laughs> uh, just uh, some stuff. Uh, the latest on test results in Major League Baseball. Uh, this just in. Out of over 10,500 samples, there were six positives. Five, only six, five players and one staff member. That is a 0.05% positive rate. That, that's really good news. That's really good news. Uh, they had tests doing, done at, the, at uh, late June. They started doing tests. Their first uh, uh, analysis of those tests that were late in June, July 3rd, they had 1.2% which is still lower than the national average, but probably higher than they wanted. They got it down to 0.0.5, just six positives in over 10,500 cases. So that's great. Uh, they had a five-day period where they had no positives, none. They've had 93 positives since they start testing. They started testing in late June. So that's great news in Major League Baseball. More Major League Baseball news. Uh, and if you listen to my show, you listen to my show, uh, you know, Sports Countdown on Friday nights, uh, of course, when we're in the studios. If you listen, you know that what I can't stand is exhibition anything. I can't. It's like watching paint dry. I do not watch exhibition football. I don't watch preseason NBA. I don't watch exhibition baseball too much. I don't watch hockey. Of course, I don't watch hockey anyway. But I can tell you this. Tomorrow night, exhibition baseball. 
<laughs> at City Field, the Yankees will play the Mets, and I'll be watching. I will be watching. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm telling you, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yankees-Mets, tomorrow night. I'll watch the pregame. I'll watch the game. I'll watch the postgame. I'm tuned in. Now, there's some shows I watch Saturday night. I hate to admit it, but I watch Lawrence Welk sometimes. Not a lot. A little bit. And then I watch this British comedy, drama, whatever, hell thing called Doc Martin. But I'll be watching Yankees Mets tomorrow night. So we have that. Uh, Jacob DeGrom. Jacob, Jacob DeGrom scared the bejesus out of me. Tuesday, he's walking off the man. He's grimacing. Later, we hear back tightness. Later, we hear he's going to have an MRI. Oh, my God. We're waiting for the MRI. My heart is in my mouth. If there's one thing we cannot, cannot have, it's Jacob DeGrom with an injury and out for any part of this crazy 2020 season. Can't have it. MRI comes back clean. Good stuff. We hear DeGrom in a presser. He says, I feel good. The goal is to start on opening day. The goal is to pitch in the X. I think he's going to either pitch tomorrow or Sunday in the Yankee game. But I didn't hear anything today. We'll see. But this is the Grand's presser. I feel good. I, I, I want to start opening day. That's the plan going forward. Great. Then we hear the manager, Luis Rojas. Uh, we have to wait and see. We have to take it day by day. Yeah, we can you know, take it slow. I'm paraphrasing, but take it slow. Have to have to look at it. Oh, jeez. These manager press conferences now, because they can't say anything. They have to clear everything with the general manager in the front office. Look, Luis Rojas is a brand new manager. I understand. I'm just a couple of his press conferences so far have been. We don't know yet. We don't know the lineup. We don't. He doesn't give you anything. He doesn't. He doesn't give you a thing that maybe McNeil lead off or something. He gives us nothing. And I know this is nitpicking. He's you know been the manager for you know since when, when was it January or whenever it was in the Carlos Beltran thing came down February. I, I, but, you know, come on. I know everything's different. The key word today in coaching is collaboration. You collaborate with the general manager. You collaborate with the front office. Everybody's collaborating. I understand. But give me something. Something. Anything. All right. Uh, so that's that's that. And good news, though. Sounds good. Good news uh, uh, for the ground. Uh, what do I have? Ch 11 umpires have opted out. The one umpire I want to opt out is that jerk cowboy Joe West who's like, COVID? What COVID? There's COVID? 
Yeah, something like that. That's Joe West. There's a reason they call him Cowboy Joe West. Nothing, nothing against you cowboys out there. It's just there's a reason that he's got that name. So 11 players opt out. Uh, opt out. Look, uh, uh, you need uh, four umpires for every game. There's 15 games a day. That's 60 umpires. I think they got 80. Uh, they'll manage. They'll manage. A lot of the umpires, it was, you know, fa- family concerns. Uh, Araldus uh, Chapman has COVID, the Yankees' uh, closer. Uh, A-Rod opened up his big mouth. He says that the baseball, uh, the players should uh, go for revenue sharing, go for the uh, salary cap. Look, I've said this before. Major League Baseball will, the players, the union, will never go for a salary cap. I understand the NBA players are doing great. Football, not so much, not really with the salary cap. But, but and remember, the NBA has, only has 15 players a team, so they got the money to spread around. But the, the players will never, ever, in my opinion, ever go for a revenue-sharing plan. Revenue-sharing plan means salary cap. Historically, the players will not do it. The union will not do it. And if A-Rod wants to be like, well, he's talking like an owner now. And right now they have 90 people plus the uh, billionaire uh, who uh, is in the horse racing and whatever he's into, uh, vitamin drink. I forget his name, but he's the main guy. Then we have A-Rod and we have J-Lo and we have this one and that one and this show business person and that one. They're just all minority owners. But A-Rod talking like an owner. <laughs> uh, the Yankee, the, the uh, opening day is six days away. July 23rd. 7 p.m. Yankees at Washington and it will be at Washington. There was word that maybe because of Washington, D.C. Uh, COVID stuff that the game would not be uh, in Washington, that it would be moved. It will be in Washington. So opening night, 7 p.m. There, there's, all, there's another game that night, too. Uh, West Coast game. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just I, I don't care about that game. Yankees Nationals. I'm not a Yankee fan. I hate the Nationals. I'm a Met fan. Uh, look, I'll be rooting for the Yankees. I hate the Nationals. I hate them. And they're in the same division as we are. I hate the Nationals. 2015 was such a great year when we pummeled the Nationals. But the game will be played in Washington. Yanks, Nats, July 23rd. Uh, some NBA stuff, uh, not much. Russell Westbrook tested positive for the coronavirus. Of course, he plays for Houston. No word on whether he will opt out or not. So we have that. Uh, NFL, I have a bunch of stuff. Of course, no more Redskins. No more. Monday it was official, made official. Finally, something that should have been done eons ago. With the George, with the George uh, Floyd stuff, it came to a head. 
with the protests. Uh, and finally, that dingbat Daniel Snyder coalesced, he caved, he caved in, and he should have. Didn't have a leg to stand on. And, but Daniel Snyder said that, you know, put this in print. I will never, and put never in caps, ever change the name. That's what Daniel Snyder said. Well, he's changing the name. His sponsors got on his back. The NFL finally, uh, Roger Goodell, got on his back. And, and Roger Goodell should have got on his back a long time ago. But finally, you know, the die was cast. The Redskins will change their name. Don't, we don't know what yet. I hope it's not Warriors. There's, there's already been Warriors. Philadelphia Warriors, Golden State Warriors, you know, now, today. Hey, get original. Washington Hogs, I like that. Washington Hogs, that's how we know the Redskins, 1980s, the, the offensive linemen, the Hogs. I like that, the Hogs. So we have that with the Redskins. We also had the story coming out of Washington, uh, the Washington football team. Uh, evidently, they have a, uh, uh, a sexual, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, culture that is not healthy. We've had 15 women allege sexual misconduct uh, over a period of 15 years. Uh, we've had play. We've had uh, officials that were named. They have quit or quote retired in quotes. The pro personnel director, the assistant pro personnel director, they have quit. The radio announcer. Longtime radio announcer, and I'm not going to say his name. He has retired. So, a culture of of uh, sexual misconduct. That's what we have in Washington, and you know this is karma. Daniel Snyder's not a good guy, and it's coming back to him. It's coming back on him. I don't know if he'll have to get out. Uh, the NFL will investigate. Daniel Snyder, let me make this clear, has not been named in any of this, but he's, he's the owner, and he sets the tone. And evidently a, you know, culture of sexual misconduct in, in the Washington franchise. So that was in the headlines. Other NFL news, Jason Peters is back with the Eagles, the offensive lineman. He was, uh, you know, 95 years old. Uh, players in the NFL, if they get COVID, they'll be put on a COVID list for three weeks. So not two weeks, which is what you hear. You hear the uh, two weeks and in, in quarantine, and then a player's back. NFL, three weeks. So we have that. Uh, Aldrich Rosas, the giant kicker. He didn't have a very good year last year. Had a pro year a couple of years ago, 2018. Uh, but he was in a hit and run. Nobody was hurt. A hit and run in June, late June or June. Uh, he has a September court date. He has three misdemeanors against him. Uh, he also he has a 2016 DUI. Uh, during this incident, incident in June, he was allegedly drunk or impaired by alcohol. Uh, so... You know the Giants are, you know, holding, with, you know, withholding comment. They're they're investigating. 
they've probably been investigating. It happened in June. Uh, look, I, I don't think we get rid of Rosas, but we say, look, you need to you need to go for help. You need to maybe go in a rehab. I don't know if he already has. Go to a rehab. Go to uh, go to AA meetings. Go to some kind of meetings, uh, preferably AA meetings, and 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 you know, get this thing. I don't want to say under control, but you know, take some positive steps. And first of all, he has to admit he's got a problem, and it sounds like he has a problem. So take some steps to fix the problem or adios. That's the way I'd handle it. All right, let's let's go. Let's go to the memorial. Let's uh and I have to uh oh, I'm having trouble here. I want CBS Sports. There it is. I changed my phone around a little. The, the apps are in different places. There we go. Memorial Tournament. Palmer is nine under. And the, the, this is all at the end of uh, Friday. Uh, Finau is nine under. Rom is eight under. Woodland is six under. Revy is six under. List is six under. Jason Day all by himself at five under. Then we have Furick is at four under. Steve Schricker is at four under. Speed. My man Speed is at four under. Excuse me. Justin Thomas is at three under. McElroy's at two under. Uh, Kuchar's at one under. And I'm looking for names here. Phil Mickelson is at plus two. He'll play over the weekend. Uh, Morikawa, the winner, Colin Morikawa, the winner last week at the... Uh, at the what was that called? The Workday Charity Tournament is at two over. Tiger Woods is at three under, and the cut the cut line is three over. Make that Tiger Woods is three over. The cut line is three over, meaning he will play the weekend. We uh, the the word was earlier that the cut line would be two plus two, which meaning is if you were plus three, you were out. Now it's plus four, and you're out. So Tiger, Tiger Woods will play. <clears throat> excuse me, Tiger Woods will play at plus three. Brooks Kepka is plus three. Of course, they won't contend. They're twelve out. They need two spectacular rounds. Now let me go to a golfer who's a great golfer, has a major. His name is Dustin Johnson. He won two weeks ago. Dustin Johnson shot an 80 yesterday and shot an 80 today. This is Dustin Johnson. 16 over for the two days. 16 over. Dustin Johnson. This guy's great. <laughs> That's still more than I would shoot. I would take an 80 any day of the week. I'm shooting 95 or whatever I'm shooting. I'm about a 17 handicap. You know, so that's what's that, 80 to not, you know, 90. Dustin Johnson plus 16. So that's the memorial. And other stuff, uh, college sports. 
what is this? The schools have to do testing. Uh, they have to, and they have to follow up. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't. I wrote this down. I'm not really understanding. Of course, the, yeah. The schools will have to do their own testing. So, look, look. Big colleges have the money for that, and the follow up. I don't know about small colleges. That's why you're. Well, Ivy's got money, but some small like MEAC, I don't think is going to play. You know, some of the smaller conferences. Uh, and the word is that they could end up, they could end up quarantining the whole team. If if you have to, you know, college sports, it's it, you know, there's so many players. They can't have as many players as they have. Football, they have like a hundred. They can't do that. They have to have just a regular squad. No 100 players on the sidelines. That I mean, that you know, that can't happen. And I think I think college sports is it, it'll be tough. They don't have the resources that the pro sports have. I, I I don't think they do. You know, maybe some of the major, you know, Ohio State, the SEC, they have the resources, but but I don't think they have the resources and the money, and they don't that the NFL has. There's no way. So college sports, it, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Right now we heard the Big Ten and probably the other power, power conferences will follow suit that they're going to just play conference games. And, yeah, but if you got to quarantine the whole team, then there, there's no sense in, in having fall sports. There's just there's just there's no sense. Doesn't make any sense. So, and you know, with the COVID situation, with more cases than ever, record number of cases every day. It may it makes April look look puny. The count we're getting now. Jersey is good. We're good in Jersey. But this you know this thing's getting out of hand again. And like this is what I believe, it's not going to be back to normal until a vaccine, until we have a vaccine, and everybody's vaccinated. It's just you know we're supposed to have a second wave, and it looks like we already we're already having a second wave in Florida and Arizona and California and Texas, where it's just through the roof, through the roof. That's it. Podcast number ten of Sports Speak. We're done. And it, look, it's going to be 95 tomorrow, 97 Sunday, 97 Monday. Take it easy. Take it easy. You know what to do. Drink plenty of water. Stay inside if you can. If you go outside, bring your water with you. You know the deal. Keep the air on. I got my air conditioning. As a matter of fact, I've had my air conditioning on three, two or three straight weeks nonstop. The electric bill be damned. Enjoy the Memorial Tournament. Enjoy Yankees-Mets exhibition baseball. Woo! Enjoy all the sports you can lay your hands on. Until then, we'll see you uh, later.